0: Well hello dear listeners, we are Joaquín and Alejandra bringing you another chapter of your favorite show, The Legend of Podcasts.
1: We attend St. Gaspar College School and we are doing this podcast for the subject Participation and Argumentation in Democracy with the teacher Monica Chamorro.
0: That's right, and today is November the 27th and we are recording it on our homes in Santiago, Chile.
1: This episode will interview an American teacher. Let's welcome Mr. Alfredo.
0: Mr. Alfredo is a teacher in the U.S. and will talk to us about how COVID has been handled there
1: As well as give us his opinion and perspective on the situation.
0: So, Mr. Alfredo, how much do you take care of yourself? You know, about the virus and all the safety precautions everyone talks about. Do you follow them? And how much?
2: Okay, um, I try to do my best to, to follow all the precautions that... The CDC, the the public health uh, recommend, and our own county, um, our county um, recommend to use uh, face mask um, to all the people, to the teachers and uh, and students, um, and if it's possible to have a face shield also.
1: How do people around you seem to be taking all the situation?
2: Anyway, it's it's a mixed thing, and um, I would say in our schools, it's it's more. It's m- more than 95% of uh, students and teachers that use masks. It's, um, it's been pretty well, but sometimes you go to a um, store and uh, 20% of the people is using masks. Or you go to another store and 100% is using masks. How was the return to classes in the city you live? Our county... Um, what happened is that they, they took a little bit of time. They uh, delayed the, the beginning of the school year, um, a couple of weeks to give us time to prepare online materials and to, um, to focus on how we are going to make it safe. And the decision was made that um, the county was going to offer two options. One is a uh, presential uh, for all the students and parents that want to be at school. And um, online for those that don't or don't feel secure to be there.
1: Which are the security measures that your school is taking?
2: One of the ideas is control the traffic. How we are going to move around uh, between the classes? Then uh, we decided to divide the hallway in half, uh, uh, longwise. That way, in the way that we have one side, the right side in one direction and the left side in the other direction. Uh, Another measure was to uh, limit the amount of students in the restroom. We don't allow the student to go in the interchange of a classroom to the restroom. They need to go to the classroom and then ask for permission. Every classroom has um, a big bottle of hand sanitizer. And at the end of each period, we have to sanitize all the tables with the special spray that they give us. We used to have four students for table, but now we have two students. Divider in between. We decided to uh, our, our own dividers and we use those um, trifles for presenting projects. And we cut the, the center part and we put plastic there in the way that the student can see each other, but they are not interchanging directly uh, their their vapors or their breathing. Uh, we spread out as much as possible the students. We take temperature every day to all the students before they came inside of the building. Also, we have a a kind of a 200% accountability. That means that everybody that sees somebody that is sneezing permanently or coughing permanently or with the symptoms, we just tell each other, okay, you need to go, you need to do that, or uh, you need to put properly the mask. That means you're responsible for yourself, but you're responsible for the rest of the student also.
0: Do you agree with the return to classes?
2: Why? I think the learning is not the same. That's why I'm pro-returning, but for sure I'm not happy to be there and be kind of scared every day because it's a a risk.
0: Thank you a lot for your time, mister. You know what? I'd say it went really well. Anyways, why don't we analyze the answers, shall we?
1: Then let's get to it.
0: Answer number one. He said he was following all the security requirements his tool asks for. And that he was following them the best as possible, not settling for less restrictive methods, oh no, so that he'd be sure to be safe and so his students. Responsible and admirable, if I must say.
1: Also, the school where he's teaching has people that speak other languages, mainly Spanish, but all the classes are made in English. And unlike other schools, they have the same curriculum for the online and presential classes.
0: On to number two, then. He also that stuff around there got political because of the security methods. Now, how do you even do that? Jesus Christ! How are people so stubborn and titled and reckless to go against their own government's health safety methods?
1: Yeah, I think that they do that because of their obsessive freedom ideals. Also, the discourse of their president doesn't contribute to adhere to norms established by the health authorities.
0: Mm, yeah, don't even mention it. Well, I guess the stereotype of US citizens was awful already. I just wish it wasn't that accurate. I'm happy people here can actually use common sense and not make everything political.
1: I think that the Americans should stop thinking that he, this is a political or religious matter. This is a serious health problem that is real. is killing people and it can be stopped if they follow the measures.
0: Huh. Anyway, in the third question, he mentioned the method the city stake. He mentioned something along the lines of having to wear a mask in crowded areas, small shops, and such. Uh, you know, that sounds incredibly standard. It makes me think even more uh, about how, in God's holy name, people found a way to get obsessed and political about that.
1: I think it's because they put the liberty first, and in second place, all the other things like health, security, etc.,
0: you know what? I have a vocabulary to watch out for and these questions aren't helping. Let's talk about what he said about the school's methods, shall we?
1: <laughs> yes, he said that the classes got split into two, presential and online, having presentials only sometimes and with fewer people. Yet he mentioned that the curriculum for both was not different at all. In comparison with the presential classes in Chile, I think that we have almost the same measures, with the exception that here the, cl- the schools have opened
0: That sure sets a difference with us, huh? Since our school had to adapt weekly to our online classes. What is all the more impressive is that they managed to pull it out successfully. Now, last but not least, his one and only opinion about it all, did he agree or disagree?
1: To which he replied that he loved his job and teaching online was not the same as presential classes. And now that the crisis looks more calm, then that's it was indeed more factible.
0: That sounds really reasonable, to be honest. But I think we're running out of time. So, uh, yeah, that was it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The next episode is going to be the final one, where we're going to get a final conclusion and close the podcast. We wish you the best of luck, or well, and never stop listening to your podcast.